because it's rare that we stand with Paulo Costa on something like post-pandemic weight. And I contend 211 after the pandemic is the same as 185.6 before, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier outside the cage, unless you're near like a pretty good buffet. I'm your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, I've never been more united behind a fighter until he pokes someone. Fat people have rights, Kevin. Fat people have rights. It, we <laughs> have You have to give us a little leeway here. Mm-hmm. Look, he's sorry he can't make 186, but he was honest about it. You know, It's been my favorite story to tell people <laughs> who have nothing to do with the sport because I go, you know, most of the times you got to cut weight and you see how the fighters look and they always look disheveled. But this dude just showed up and went, nah. And everybody who hears me say that goes, well, wouldn't they just not fight? I go, you'd think that. And because he came in so not around the weight, you'd think they'd say, oh, we're a commission. We're going to step in here. This dude came in at 25 pounds and said, give me a catch weight. And then couldn't make that one. So they said, all right, fatty, we'll give you another chance and a piece of cake. Here you go. And then went up an entire weight class to the point where I started questioning, (laughs) Kevin, the next weight class up has a limit of 265. And I said, I think it's kind of impossible for him to hit that in one day, but don't dare him. Well, people say he should be a professional and we have a professional on the line. We're going to ask her in a second, but you know who else is professional? The people that make donuts, the people that make pizza, (laughs) the people that put the frozen moves together. (laughs) Like the people at Coldstone are professionals. So I, I'm just saying it's a, there's a lot of professionals out there. Yes. We should introduce our guest because, yes. you know, you've outkicked your coverage and continuing your theme of making sure I'm terrified to play over under against the guest physically, just in case she's rolling through a gym near you. I've still been tactfully avoiding Hunter Colvin. Just being honest, it's fine. He, you guys are supposed to see each other at some point. Not if I, I have anything the- to do with it. <laughs> I guess the overall thought here is normally I bring on people who are a little more MMA based, but on this one, I said, how about a helping of both? How about somebody who would terrify you as a jujitsu practitioner and also somebody who just this weekend won her MMA pro debut. We've been waiting for this forever. So I'm so stoked for this. I wanted to bring her on to not only celebrate that, but then to also terrify you, Kevin, please welcome not only the MMA fighter, not only the black belt, but the host, co-host of Not Fighting, one, Jenna Bishop. Jenna, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very well. Jenna, you are one of the nicest people that I do interact with in the sport, but you did tell us off air that you like to talk trash, which is perfect for this game. How do you balance those two things? Because I only know the nice side of you. Usually, I feel like I'm pretty sarcastic and I'm kind of like talking trash a lot, like to the people who are closest to me. So like we just need to interact more and then that will come out. Okay, well, we won't. I usually see you online, basically, (laughs) or at jujitsu tournaments. And it's like, you know, not enough time for me to talk all my trash. (laughs) <laughs> it's good to know that because now I know how to avoid you so that I don't get trash talked because I don't have much to put back your way. But it does explain why you love some of the jokes that I do put as memes because there are some that are pretty cutting 
that I always wonder, oh, who's going to like this one? I and then love them. You go, oh, yeah, like the meaner they are, you're like, yeah, that person deserved that. And I'm like, oh, d- <laughs> so I, I know. know I'm sometimes I'm like, I'm so bad. Like, I, I'm like, I shouldn't say that. Or, but the thoughts that come in my head, like I have to filter myself a lot. <laughs> I understand it. And <laughs> do you talk smack in the cage? Are you talking smack to your opponent? No, that's that's not my vibe. I I say that for the like people cl- like my friends and like really close to me. If like I have to get to know you first before that, I'm not like a trash talker. Like I'm like my husband would love because he's you know in marketing and so he's always wanting me to like do things and call people out and I'm like that's just not my style like at all. But as I get to know a person, then, you know, all bets are off. So if this was like a friend across the cage, though, there could be the possibility of talking trash to them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Now, listen, Jenna, I've been waiting so patiently to see somebody step up to fight you. At some point, I thought we were going to turn it into a reality series because... (laughs) It felt like every episode ended with, well, that fight fell through. And I just, my heart hurt for you because this is something that's been going on since maybe what, even pre-pandemic? I, I, I've been training now. Like I just, I guess it's been just about a year that I just decided that this is what I was going to do, but I was supposed to, I was, they told me that they would have me a fight like in February because I signed with the LFA and they're like, yeah, we're going to get you on. We're trying to, like, get you on this card. And, and, and you know, it's nothing, not their fault. But, like, they tried to get me on in February. And so then it was like, okay, we, didn't, we couldn't find you, anyone. So the March, the next month. And then I signed a contract for April fight. And then a week later, my opponent was concussed, apparently. And then uh, it was just, and then I signed with a manager because I'm like, okay, maybe having management might help me here. And then they were like, we had 18 girls say no this week. And I'm like, they gave you the number. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that, was my, that was my management, you know, oh, okay. so like they're not, not the, not the promotion. Oh, that but, makes like, more sense. That's good. Okay. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. And so I was just like, how I'm like, at some point you're just going to have to tell people like force them to fight me. Like you can either not fight or you fight her or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> But it was really frustrating. And so finally, I was just like more um, I was like, there's no there was no ill will towards my opponent. I was just so happy and like grateful to her for like signing the contract. So, of course, you weren't going to talk smack. You're like, I got to get somebody else no. in this cage. Everybody yeah. shut up. Let's get her a, a fruit basket. Then, yeah. Yeah. We had it all set. I was supposed to make my debut. It was going to be in my hometown, like just randomly. I had worked out that it was going to be in St. Louis. And I was like, this is so dope. Like, my whole family, friends are all going to be able to be there and watch me. But then the commission wouldn't register, license me because they had, like, they you need X amount of um, amateur fights before they'll license you in the state of Missouri. Wait, hold on. Okay, this is going to be <laughs> – I'm from the great state of Kansas. You're telling me yeah. Missouri has rules of some right? kind? You can, you can legally drink in the passenger seat. You can buy whiskey at a gas station right? at any time, holiday, Sundays, nighttime. It doesn't matter. There's probably I, a Glock near it. You can probably get ammunition <laughs> in a shotgun and bait. It's convenient I mean, as F. 
it, but they wouldn't approve you, who's and for people to catch up, Jenna's been Which fighting is hilarious. a ton. I didn't have enough experience. Sure, right. <laughs> You've been fighting a lot jujitsu wise, and I'll ask you why you what. It sounds like it was a sudden, like, oh, I'll go fight MMA. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah. Missouri, shame, right? shame right? on you. Which yes, we did. We did get to talk to like some people because, like, I've you know, I grew up there, and I was like, like. You know, my husband fought MMA one time and then like and he was training for a while. And so it's, we're not, we're very familiar with that scene. And I've seen a lot of like really like sketch stuff go down in Missouri, especially in the fighting realm. But they had recently had somebody like that was like fighting some legal issues because somebody got hurt and it was like a thing. So they were like, believe me, we, of anybody, we want to make an exception for her, but we just can't. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, whatever. So my opponent was gracious enough to push it back. <laughs> so I'm writing someone, Raph. I don't know who yet. There's yeah. a thing called State Line Road that has a liquor store waiting for those of us that live in puritanical <laughs> Kansas. And okay, so get opponent and Raph, are you ready? I've been I've been I've got a talking shit way of asking her about the fight. Go for it. So, you know, you defeated your opponent via rear naked choke at three thirty eight yeah. around one. What took you so long? <laughs> I was trying to be patient. I was like, you know, I really did want to, um, I don't know. I just really didn't want to go out there and be sloppy or like gas myself out on something. Cause I did know, like I had, you know, watched a, a little bit on her. I usually let my coaches just watch the film and stuff, but just from what I did see, I'm like, she's tough. Like she, has been in like survived some really like terrible positions and other fights before. I'm like, she's not going to just quit. So I'm like, I need to, we're fighting at altitude, which is like 8,100 feet. And I'm like, this is the first time I've fought and I'm at altitude and sh she's from Denver. So it's like, she, you know, she like, uh, has that at advantage. So I'm like, I, even if I'm in a good position, I'm not rushing it. I'm going to like, pick my moments and if I see something's not there like I'm confident in my jujitsu I can move on and like you know then also just get a little bit more experience in the cage so we should also discuss this Kevin and I don't know if you've seen any photos of this but a lot of people have to turn on a different persona or become somebody else when they fight you can tell how long this process has been on Jenna because every photo of hers just smiles. Right. So, like the the weigh in was her smiles. Dope. Okay. Then when you see the finish of the fight, there's a zoom in of you being like, "This is so dope." And I go, "Okay, I think she really, really has wanted to do this for a while, and now gets to just let it out in terms of elation of." Yeah. Finally, I was, I, I'm like, I need to work on my meme mug. I need to do that. But I'm like, I literally, I couldn't have like had like any other expression except for a smile because I was just so happy. Like, I'm like, I'm just happy we're here. Like, it's actually happening. Oh my God. I can't believe it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like smiling like a psychopath as I'm like facing off and like choking somebody. Like, it's so creepy, but like, I was just happy. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's going to be your fight thing. You know, we're, we're still in the infancy of of figuring things out. And maybe you're not going to be the trash talker. Maybe you're going to be the person that just has that, oh, I get to murder you now. And people go, oh, is she okay? 
Yeah. I don't know that I want to fight her anymore. I mean, Khabib so. said like three <laughs> words in his MMA, MMA career. Like, Khabib has, is on the record with less than 10 words total. So it's no. almost more terrifying when someone's just smiling. It's like, what's wrong with you? This is fighting. Right? Be nervous. <laughs> I was feeling that about myself. My sisters were like giving me crap about it too. They were like, why are you smiling so much in all your pictures? And I'm like, I can't help it. <laughs> Did you visualize it this way? Did you visualize a quick, and I assume from your prowess jujitsu wise, obviously a rear naked choke is um, going to be one of the, one of the safest, most high. It's also something people prepare for. I'm just curious. Did you see it going this way specifically? Or did you just take what the fight gave you? It was quick. So it kind of um, seems like it was your will. Yeah, I kind of like um, I, I wanted to make sure like, you know, you see a lot of people who especially who start off in jujitsu, um, then they get start fighting and they they kind of shy away from their grappling a little bit. And they're like, oh, I'm going to be a striker now. And it's just like you have all this experience. And I, I kept telling myself, like, don't forget that, because I do feel like I've gotten like like a lot better. I've built up my strike. I was feeling really good on the feet, like which is striking. So I'm like, Oh yeah, it'd be cool if I could land this or that. But I'm, and then I kept telling myself like, no, like you have 14 years of jujitsu experience, like use that. Like that's a huge advantage over everything else. And so, um, I was happy that I did get to use like a little bit of striking to set up my takedowns. I've been really working a lot of wrestling and, um, cause like, what's jujitsu what's good at, I can't use that if I can't get it to the ground so obviously like wrestling has to be something I'm tra training for and I didn't really have like a specific submission in mind I just knew I wanted to get it down and then just like look for my opportunity okay I'm still waiting for the jujitsu person to call their shot kind of like Babe Ruth style just like point at the outfield <laughs> yeah so, if, so uh, hey as your confidence gains when you know if somebody will fight you again, and I think they will, especially after yeah, that first actually, one, right? Yeah, I might have some, I might have a really quick turnaround. Hey, this is the best news of all. Yeah. Man, <laughs> might be okay. fighting again here um, on the November 12th. Oh. Our, wait, 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 hold on. That's <laughs> like, the LFA like one that you're talking about, and that's uh -huh. the one in Burbank? Yes. Oh, well, now I have reason to really go to that. So I may right? have to put in for that one. Okay, yeah. good to know. Good to know. <laughs> um, having said that, that would be dope to see. And I like that now weeks? after all this time, people are like, oh, we have fights for you now. And you just go, I just won Christmas. Yay. Yeah. I, think, I think it was just like, you know, I have a lot of like really good people around me. And I have friends like Kat Zingano and Angela Hill. And they're like talking all this trash but like for me like she's good they're like angie's like calling like the ufc promoter to tell him to talk to the lfa promoters and stuff like she's crazy <laughs> but they're like you know just hyping me up to all these different people but you know it's there's a lot of unknown because i had like you know my jiu-jitsu but you haven't seen me you know fight and they're like no she's gonna be really good she's she's like killing everybody and blah 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 and so to go out there and prove that and like I think it was a pretty exciting fight. I felt like I was sprinting for like three and a half minutes because it was just like <laughs> one thing after the next. But um, I think that maybe like made motivated some people a little bit more too. That's what's up. Okay, now having said that, 
what was the best reaction? Do you have a clear-cut reaction, either a message that you got, uh, somebody that you saw, somebody that called? Do you have a certain reaction that you kind of want to put in, in a time capsule because it was your first fight? I, not really, I can't say, but one thing that is kind of funny is, um, like, my parents, like, they both are very much, like, too nervous to watch me fight. And um, my mom's like, I just definitely can't do it. And so when she found out that I won, then she went and watched the fight. And one of my friends um, was there with her watching it. And she's like, well, I guess when I was like doing some ground and pound, my mom was like, Jenna, that's enough. Like talking to this thing, like, like stop it. Like oh she was like God. feeling bad. For I raised you better than that. It's like, uh, <laughs> oh, no. mom. That's kind of like really funny to me. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite things. Cause I'm like, totally can see my mom doing that. <laughs> 10 well, fights from now, Raph, Vin Diesel's mm. going to drop in and be like, we want you to be in uh, fast and the furious 18. It's about family and space <laughs> submarines. And then her mom's going to be like, it's such a violent movie. Maybe you should choose something else. <laughs> So, ah, I Jenna, I think Kevin alluded to this, but I think it it is important for us to do our due diligence. You have your own podcast, and I know you've been very good about talking about your journey and, and yeah, you know when things start and stop. But for people who may not be familiar with you, maybe on our show, why mm -hmm. fight? Because jujitsu is great, and you're super good at it. And if I were good at jujitsu, I wouldn't stop being good at jujitsu. Mm -hmm. So for you, well, I don't it, plan on stopping journey. being good at jujitsu. Okay, that's fine. I'm but taking notes. I should have done that too when I took a break. <laughs> Kevin, be good at jujitsu when you come back. <laughs> Try not being bad. The reason why I say this is because we lose some of our best athletes to the MMA world. Yeah. And you're somebody that I enjoy watching on the jujitsu side. And yeah. it doesn't mean you'll stop, but it does. You know, if I'm thinking things out loud, November 12th. Yeah. November 5th means no ADCC trials, which means you'll probably wait if you were to do it. But that means it also is second position if you're fighting. So yeah. you can see how I can start to go, wait, no. Yeah. I mean, that's like, uh, so I think I got kind of just tired of like, I don't know, a lot of things. There's just like, you know how jujitsu is. It'd be like real political and annoying. Yeah. Um, and so I think there was just a lot of things, especially like when the pandemic hit, it was like, I was just kind of feeling like, what's the point of this? I'm like killing my body all the time. And I feel like I've accomplished a lot. Like I don't really have anything left to prove. Um, not, not saying that I don't want to still compete because ADCC is the tournament that like, that's like the one thing that I still would really love to do again. Cause it was so much fun. And, um, luckily like the West coast trials aren't until next year anyway. So, um, cause I don't think the women get, uh, an invite off of the East yeah, coast trials. That so. whole thing is still the dumbest mm -hmm. thing that we haven't figured out, which is I don't ever feel in good faith. Like, hey, compete, it's like a Naga, but then we send you to the West Coast trials and we do pay for that. Right. And I don't know. I mean, there's just so many things that are very backwards with that organization in general. Just like I feel like as a woman, I would say that 
Um, I mean, there's only two women's divisions and there's only eight women per division. It's right. like you get 132 over and under. That is like a, there's I feel bad for really tiny girls because like that's not easy to fight girls that are cutting to 132 and then anyone that's like I can't make that weight like you're gonna have to fight Gabby Garcia like right. <laughs> so that's not <laughs> but I will say you know shout out to Seth because he's like he was like lobbying very hard to try and add either more women in like make it a 16 woman bracket or like add a weight class like one or the other and I don't think they were they were happy or excited about that i've I've heard this multiple times from people where they say something to the effect of you know i think mo is always like i'm trying guys yeah right but if you can't do it then who is because yeah it's not going to be one of us so no no and and it's like i just think that um maybe the people who are like really in charge of this um the organization i have a um a uh, very backwards opinion about how women are. Absolutely, are, like, because you know, so. <laughs> I think you put it nicely, and I'll I'll extrapolate it as somebody yeah. who has no involvement. <laughs> I gotta be that, nice so they don't they don't yeah, uninvite no, me. <laughs> they, you're not saying anything that's highly controversial. No. I will though. It does sound though, and maybe Kevin can back me up on this. It does sound like they said, okay, we're gonna put some women out there, and they got like one of those old timey police kind of vehicles and they go we could fit eight women get in here yeah we gotta go and it's like well can we bring more nope just this one that's all we got time for right yeah second division Ugh, fine bring one more car and that'll shut them up it's like well you know and they took away the women's absolute so there's no open class for women either yeah and I think that was just because, well, for a while, it was just like, well, Gabby's going to win that. <laughs> well, it's it's like that. And it's also, well, you saw it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. So that, that's kind of, I think, how they feel. But I would love to tell that to so many of the athletes. Like, tell that to fucking what's-his-face. Let's think about it. Not Craig Jones. The other one. Lachlan Gordon? Giles. Oh, no. Lachlan? Yeah. Like, tell yeah. Lachlan Giles, like, hey, listen – you know, maybe shit didn't work out for you in your weight class, but oops, you can't have an amazing career now because you submitted some giants. Womp womp. Yep. Yep. It's yeah. I don't know. Well, either way, that's frustrating. But I do want to do jujitsu still. Like, so that's like a tournament that you know. But it is probably going to take a backseat to the MMA thing because there are. I think once I, I've. I think what really triggered me is like to, 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 or push me to make the jump is like, I was, I started training and helping, um, my wrestling coach with privates with Kat Zingano. And so like me and her started building a relationship. So, cause we were doing like sessions, wrestling sessions together all the time. And I was like, just started out as just kind of like an okay for her. And, um, which was great. Cause I was learning so much just doing that. And then I got the opportunity. She asked me to go corner her for her first fight in Bellator. And I was like, like being around it more and then going, I was like, man, like, you know, I've always wanted to do at least one MMA fight. You know, I think it would just been fun to test my jujitsu in that way. And then, um, her and some of the other coaches around me were like, you should, like, you'd be really good. Like, I think you'd be, you'd, you'd be really successful and blah, blah, blah. And so just feeling a little bit like, 
eh with jujitsu scene. Just certain had a bad taste in my mouth from a few different tournaments that um I was like, you know what, maybe I'm gonna try it. And then once I decided, I'm like, I'm not going halfway into this thing. Like it's all or nothing for me because I don't do stuff to just be um mediocre. <laughs> and that's when I, I started training and it was like that's it. So this wasn't training year. <laughs> this wasn't necessarily this was something that kinda and I dig this answer because to me, obviously, these are not attainable goals. I would love to switch my mind and be like, I want to be an MMA fighter tomorrow. I love the concept. This was really something you more switched to after kind of establishing. And that's crazy to me. But that's pretty yeah. cool. Are you unique in that regard? What do you think? I don't think so. I mean, if you look at like somebody like Mackenzie, like she was you know, very well established in, in jujitsu and then made the jump to MMA. Um, it's fascinating. I think there's, and then there's, there's, there's several people that are like, like well-known, like world champions that, um, transitioned into it too. And I think there's more opportunity. There's more, um, there's more eyes on the sport. So, um, I think that allows you to like, you know, and, and for me, I'm, you know, I'm training all the time. I'm doing all this and I'm like, it's a new challenge. So now I have to add, like, I have to train a lot of different things. I'm, you know, started doing, I was making sure I was training as much striking as I can. Like I've been doing a lot of Muay Thai. When did and... you start that? Cause it sounds, I mean, wrestling and jujitsu, we know goes back quite a ways. When did you start the striking to pick it up? Um, so when I very first started jujitsu, I did like, I don't know, a couple, like maybe I was doing some kickboxing classes and that was turned, those classes turned into like, um, cardio kickboxing for, for like moms basically. Shit. And yeah. So like, hey, reps are so reps. It doesn't matter what the, I'm, I'm trying to suss it out. Cause you, you have a little bit of that. Well, I'm just kind of a natural athlete vibe and a little bit of that. Well, I've also just been like hitting a bag outside that's pure concrete for six years. <laughs> Does and Kev, count? don't mock it till you try it because I've definitely been in there and been like, Lisa, you're crushing it. I I am a big fan of cardio kickboxing. I want to be quite clear. Love it. I frequently find it as well, a great help for, yeah, for jujitsu rolling. A, it's a great workout, but for me, I was like, you know, I was really getting serious in jujitsu, and then I started competing, and so I was like, I don't need to do those classes anymore. It's like that's just an extra workout. It's I'm not getting better right. at striking doing those classes, and there was nobody really. And it just kept getting like the the talent wasn't getting better, so it's not well, like yeah, I you need, getting better. You need so. the dialed up intensity. It turns out of someone hitting I do. back. I do. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Different. Jessica and her, different her two kids really couldn't stomach watching Jenna spar. Yeah, the true story is Jenna me. hit Linda so hard that she no. didn't know how she got there. So they were I like, "Could you hard. find a more intense?" <laughs> I no, I. I know, but I like that you over the corner just trying to like talk him into it. It's like, yo, I'm not getting what I need from this. Can we go over here on the side and we just, we just <laughs> let go? And you see her being like, I have two kids that are watching me right now. I mean, I would have done that. <laughs> the instructor, Glenn, comes over and she's like, not now, Glenn. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That class wind up that like, because we were, I was training at a place that was like a, it was a Taekwondo gym. And then we had, we just did jujitsu afterward. And then there was like some 
kickboxing because a lot of people were uh, in the jiu-jitsu athletes wanted to compete in uh, MMA too. So that all kind of just like fell off and then it was just jujitsu and then we moved into our own thing. So that's for me that that's the big reason why that all stopped too. So I hadn't trained any striking since like, I don't know, 2007 or 2008, I think. And then last year around, I think in October, like late September, October is when I started doing Muay Thai again. So, and then I've been doing it as much as I can this since then so for about a year well it sounds like it's it's taking well and that you're finding something new that is fun for you to do so we are we are big proponents of that however yeah we do need to transition to the game in a second okay however you did mention that you don't just freely talk trash about people you kind of have to get to know them and yeah. then you talk trash about them so I need for you to take a moment to get to know Kevin. So Kevin's an yeah. open book. You can ask him whatever you want oh, that would man, help give you know. the ammunition. I mean, you have your own podcast at this point. I know, but I, I, I know you don't interview people a ton, yeah. but now that you're in our space, I have to ask you to take the reins, ask Kevin. Well, I would just like to ammunition. know, like, number one, you know, you're, we're obviously going to, you're going to be like making picks and analyzing fighting, but what makes you an expert or what do you think, oh, like yes. what gives you that, that ability to do that? You know, are you born with it or do you develop it naturally just through charisma and grace? I don't know. I can't answer that deeper than just the superficial of when you have a confidence, you have a confidence comma. As I look at my uh, long list of predictions here, we've been doing this show for 10 years. Yeah, we're coming up on And that. my passion Dang. for gambling has gotten worse, not better. <laughs> will I be gambling on you for the next LFA? Yes, I will. <laughs> Actually, that's why I was kind of poking around for do you have a submission you're thinking about? There's like a few reasons, but it's fine. It's fine. I get it. You're just like, hey, I take what it, the match gives me. So I'm thinking armbar maybe next. Anyway, that is what ultimately gives me the experience here. I, okay. I've had to show down some monsters recently. I have another question. What about uh, Kansas City barbecue or St. Louis barbecue? Let's let's not get ridiculous. There's <laughs> is there even St. Louis barbecue somewhere? How dare you? It's basically just sauced up pizza. It's fine. It it's just it's, real saucy. Real sweet and saucy. <laughs> I do. I there is a St. Louis ribs argument. If we're going to just, if I'm going to meet you halfway, I will. barbecue. Yes, technically. That's, yeah. Yeah. After, it's more like an appetizer. Barbecue is usually more filling, right? But that's, that's where I'll meet you. Ribs are an appetizer for you? No, St. Louis style ribs because they're so tiny. <laughs> they belong more in a chili, maybe. They're just so little. Listen, Jenna, I know you don't understand what it's like to be at Palo Costa. Wait, but <laughs> I do. I'm a uh, master's at it. <laughs> so I want to shout out Jit Sticks for a second because I was writing all these jokes about Palo Costa showing up fat. And I want to make sure that people understand how we do our joke process here. If you're a fighter, there is something called fight fat. And yeah. it's a little different than normal person fat, which 
you don't really go up to people on the street and you're like, hey, Dan, looking a little fat right now. No, it's not what we do. However, if you're a fighter that came in 25 pounds overweight and then just said, I'm just not going to cut the weight. You fat. You fat. Like, I don't <laughs> have any other way of saying it other than you made a choice. The jokes are there. So Jits Dicks, when we were putting up the jokes, uh, did a very funny meme of me calling other people fat. And I was like, number one, I'm fat, so I can say that about people. Number two... <laughs> Uh, I can actually make 185. I don't think he can right now. Now, granted, my I body will can't. not look as good as his, but I'd like to point out, if we both get on a scale, I can make it right now, maybe not in an hour. But you can make it. But I, I can 100% make it. I'll still be very grumpy. But, yeah, if I don't eat a certain... You know. He's going to drink more wine, and then you'll never make oh, that God. weight. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best joke I've heard, though. Everybody crashing on his wine. Has been the most glorious thing. So yes, her. Yes. These are the best questions I've had in a while. By the way, Tim Springs can take note. There's quite yeah. a few people. MMA ish. <laughs> a lot of and a lot of people ask be... terrible questions. She immediately cut right to like, "What's Kevin most passionate about? Food? Okay, <laughs> not a physical threat. All right." <laughs> but also, you know, all of those people have their own source of media. Some of them are podcasters as well. So Kai we refused to ask me any questions. Kai Kai Mark was like, nah, I'm good. It was like, ouch. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> so I think it's time that we now transition to the game of Over Under Kevin. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we now go to a segment that we call Over or Under Kevin. My name's Raf. I host this part of the show. The way it works, very simple. We go through the entire UFC pay-per-view card. Now, this one's actually not a pay-per-view, so you guys will get this yeah, one. It's all free. plus. I saw that. It is all in the ESPN Plus. I was like, However, how many? All 15 of these fights, by the way, everybody. Well, so buckle in. I, I think the actual card itself is going to be on ESPN. It is going to be on the wacky time for us, so it will be very early in the day say for a majority like, of us. Uh, one eight, one p.m. main card start. Yeah, oh, it's oh kind of one of the yeah, twelve p.m. No, mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. depending where you yeah. are. Yep. So we never call that out. Nice. No, that was a big no. win for us. <laughs> no. So what they were doing is because they're going to, I think this is a Fight Island-ish one or Abu Dhabi, whatever you want to call it. It's away from us, and I'm not looking at a map. But there's a lot of goddamn fights on this one, so we are going to speed through <laughs> it. Normally, we give 15 seconds per fight pick. This one, we're only giving 10. So that means you got to really get in the analysis where you can. If I so deem it, and I can guarantee you I'm not going to deem it a ton on this one, I will give 10 seconds of rebuttal time. But because there are so many on here, uh, that rule is going to get a little loose as we go along. Uh, do you both understand the rules? Kevin, do you understand the rules? Haven't for nine years. Have no intention of starting today. Let it rip. All right. D you didn't tell me rules. Oh, well, I mean, I think they're pretty straightforward. It's just, you know, talk whenever you're given okay. the mic and then try to get more right than Kevin. And even though that might win you the game, okay. what wins you the hearts of our fans All right. is whoever talks better trash. So well, that's really it. You want to know what I named us this time? 
Um, I named her the Strangler, and I named me the Not Strangler in honor of their podcast. That's really, uh, that's really in like uh, clever. (laughs) She's talking shit yet. I can't tell. Does she have her sarcasm Mm -hmm. hand raised? You know what it is. She's been raised (laughs) too polite, so that (laughs) at some point you have to really try to figure out: is it nice or is it cutting? We were raised like three hours apart, so you're going to notice a lot of oops, like some <laughs> sorries, us right? not trying to talk over each other. Uh, instant. Sneak past you here. Going to talk. <laughs> oh, got a scooch. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of like asking about each other's goodbye. families. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin, you're going to start us off. And the first fight. Unless we she wants to go you. first. I mean, I'm good with either way, ref. No, I'm just no, no, you go first. Okay. That's- yeah, I, I think you understood that that was going to happen, Kevin. There's going to be a very nice, polite return to your serve on that one. <laughs> but here's what I've got for you, Kev. The first fight is going to be a fight between Demir as Mogulov and Mugamed Mustavin. Kevin, 10 seconds are on the clock. Go. Okay, this is going to be a big one for you fight annunciation wise because this know. one's all <laughs> overseas I know. you're you're <laughs> talking back. about mustavev versus isma gulov right yeah. just to make okay. sure i honed in on those we're, yes. th- we're gonna have to do more clarifying i think than we normally do yeah demir versus Mugamed. yes i'm going with demir Okay. Because I read it as Demore earlier, and I had this whole Demore thing, and then you said oh, Demir, and I'm like, shit. It could be a Demi, uh, Demi Moore sort of uh, deal that we've got going on here oh, on this one. I, can't I hadn't thought it. about that. Either way, mm. naming my next child that. I'm going with Demir. Noted. Jenna, what do you have going on in this one? I'm just going to immediately go the opposite, just because. Oh. And then, uh, you know, I like the hairy guy. He is hairy. I actually, I was like, Mustav does look like someone you'd want to go hiking with. Yeah, like, you know, he's got the beard, the hair. Like, I think that's going to win him the fight. Kev, are you already astounded that she's figured out one of the secrets? She um, has actually cracked a big code early. But, you know, (laughs) along with that and the questions, it's going to be a rough She still has not cracked the who has better abs code, but we'll Well, let her figure that out. Only because both of these guys came, you know, ready to go. It's 155. So everyone's just chiseled granite at this point. People don't have body (laughs) fat. It's negative body fat. People don't miss a lot of 155s. Like, not by 20 pounds. (laughs) Here's the next fight. Yeah. Jenna, you're going to do this one, and okay. we start with Islam Makachev versus Dan Hooker. Ooh, um, I like Hooker in that one. I don't know why. I just like him as a person. He seems fun, and he fights hard, so let's go with that guy. All right, Kevin, you heard it here first. Jenna's like, I want to hang out with Hooker. Yes. He just seems like a chill uh, no, bro. Could, We're going to be besties. Couldn't agree more, but she's made a horrible miscalculation. Okay. <laughs> These fights are, they're in Abu Dhabi. Do you yeah. know how I know. hard Dan I know Hooker true. is going to be partying start to finish? Night. Like, he's not even going to remember he. Abu Dhabi. Do you not understand that? It's like, there's like, it's impossible to get any liquor there. You'll get your hands cut off. If you're caught with any kind of like drugs, there's nothing to do. Okay, but, but if like, Tom Cruise can climb some shit, what? 
In a movie. In a movie, but he showed you how to do it. There's a way to get around some of these protocols. I kind of just assumed. They want people to come there and they want to pretend like Abu Dhabi is this really cool, fun place to be. Yeah. But Uh, it's all pretend. Everything there is a facade. Got it. Okay. Well, welcome to our not travel show with Jenna. I'm going to go with Makjev just so I can have some fun. How's that? (laughs) Kev, we're going to keep the momentum going. It's a featherweight bow between Maquan Amir (laughs) Khani versus Laroni Murphy. Go. Um, This is tough because Mm. I, I didn't know who either of these fighters were. But I am doing a careful who's got more murderous tattoos. Okay. And? It's Americani. They just okay. Look like, they just look a little more murderous. Just tattoo okay. versions here. Understood. Jenna, what do you have for us on this one? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say that his tattoos are murderous. So I think I'm going to go with Murphy on this one. He's got good tattoos. He's got a nice hairline. I think he's going to pull it off. Jenna, I hope that in the future we do not drag down your star power because they will listen to this episode and go, what are we? D- no, well, no. I- I'm going to add, I heard a good hairline gets you put in prison in UAE. So, Okay. All right. Jenna, you were going to keep this uh, momentum going on this one. So All there's right. another Magomed. Another? Okay. Yes. It's a very popular name. It's, yes. It's I won't be surprised if they add another one before they finish this week, but. Oh, Magomed Ankaliev versus Voltron Ozdemir. Go. It's Vulcan. You say right? what you say. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Probably, of and, course it is. You're right. Raf struggles in this department. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's not Vulcan like real like like that. But just saying, I would go with that guy. Ozdemir. <laughs> Ozdemir. Okay. Thank Ozdemir. you. Yeah. This is Voltron one of the, is. Got it. If, if we ever did fighters spelling me, this would be the most advanced round, this fight card. <laughs> Kevin, no. I'm going to give you the microphone, go. 15, or 10, sorry. A-N-K-A-L-A-E-V, Enclave. Did I? Can I use it in a sentence? Sure. Akalev's going to knock out that other guy whose name I can't pronounce. I think it's Ozdemir. I love it. I'm going with with Akalev. And I feel like I've watched seven minutes of the behind the scenes for these fights. Not the behind, whatever the program is they do. Kevin, do can I have, ask a... Oh, go ahead. Doing, they're not doing embedded for this. It's on a pay-per-view. No. So, Maybe I was I just on TikTok. I think they might... It's hard to figure out what they're doing because this. Why one's is it free. called a number? Why is it a numbered oh, one? Kevin. Isn't this normally what it would? Wouldn't this normally yeah. just be UFC? Yeah, because on... it's not a fight night, so it should be like. I'm so okay. confused by this too. I don't quite follow the. It should be a pay per view. It should be. Explain it to the Midwesterners, Raph. What do you got? I will. Okay, so sometimes when you create a deal, and you do one with ESPN, you promise them X many number of fights. On this one in particular, you promise a region, a.k.a. Abu Dhabi or Fight Island, I guess, if that's what this is. You say, hey, listen, we promise you one, but the rights are going to get a little iffy. Why don't we just give one of these big cards to 
everybody in the States for free, but it might be pay-per-view over there. I'm not sure what their licensing and deals are. In terms of our problem, yeah, you get it for free, but you got to wake up. And if you don't wake up, you miss these fights. And I got news for you guys. You probably need to get up at 5 a.m. to start on this prelim card. Because look how many fights are on this one. There is 15 fights on this card. Normally, we're at 11 when it gets COVIDed down. Yeah. And normally, they're about 13 is that sweet spot they try to hit. But 15, good Lord. That's a so, lot. It's going to be it's gonna be a lot of filler. Time. We're only four in. So, look <laughs> out. Flying. And Kevin, uh, point of information on your side. Yeah. As you're hearing this, what are you learning most about Jenna? Pretty, I'm starting to detect the shit talking. I'm starting <laughs> to hear the comfort level increasing and decreasing. So I think one, we're starting to indoctrinate ourselves. That's nice. It takes a while. <laughs> but two, I'm also thinking they were able to get people in the NBA bubble and Dan Hooker can't find some people <laughs> on Fight Island. Come on. The saddest part about I'm... Dan Hooker is that poor man has not been home in like six weeks. Oh, I know. That makes me sad. Well, okay, Jenna. I like that up until there, you were all about it and being like, I don't care. He's going to live a good life. It's fine. And now it's like, oh, it became real when I realized he had a family. <laughs> I just honestly, I'm just a huge fan of like the, um, like anybody from like Australia or New Zealand. They're just fun people. They kind of remind me of Midwesterners in a lot of ways. So. I'm always going to root for those people. Okay. Okay. I can kind of see that. It is harder for me to get there, but I will get there. Kevin, <laughs> you start us off on this one. This one is. Okay. Yep. Deep breath. To gear. Mm hmm. Olen Bekov versus Alan Nascramento. Go. I don't know. Not Cemento. Jenna, Jenna, listen. We are not going to make it through this episode if you keep That's correcting. That's like a common Brazilian name. Okay, first of all, rude. I think it's common for us brown people to know how to say things properly. And two, Jenna, I don't know if you understand the game that's happening right now, but part of the magic of doing this show is butchering these names i know i i'm really bad at it usually too so i just have to call out when somebody else is worse <laughs> <laughs> wow jenna is all about the strike first and i do respect it but i will let you know if you were asking me to be on a broadcast i would get these 100 percent right but the fact that i can get away with being on a podcast <laughs> means i will butcher them for comedic purposes always my I, my husband has gotten a lot of uh hate on his when he does commentary for any of the jujitsu events because he never pronounces it right. <laughs> Listen, I it takes too much time to learn it for real. So it's too hard. It right. is too hard. Yeah. So I tell people, it, Jenna, I thought I was giving you a pretty good clue when I called one of the people Voltron. I think I you know. can give me some credit to know that <laughs> even if I'm still trying to sound it out like a fourth grader. That I just go, oh, I don't know what I say. It's a Voltron. So anyway, <laughs> Kevin, who wins this fight between these two gentlemen? Go. First of all, I'm definitely taking that bet on you saying you'd get a hundred percent of these. I right? would even on a broadcast. <laughs> but if I go on TV. I do my fucking. Uh, no, research, hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll take the money. I'm you just. I'll take time. the field. Who the fuck are you picking? Ulan, be cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wanted to call him Tiger, but I just I couldn't get behind that joke. All right, so that's what we got for you, uh, Jenna. What do you have? I'm gonna go with Tiger. <laughs> oh, we're Ulan be chilling together on this one. Yeah, the other guy. I'm like looking at the their like card lineup on the UFC thing. And he doesn't uh, even have a photo, so it's a bad sign. Now, if they you click on a photo of him. If, He's not winning. If you click on the fight, you'll notice they don't have a full body of either, but I'm with you. I think that's a bad sign. Well, they have a full body of both of them, or of the of Tiger. U- Uko Bev is still gray in mine. Damn it. Oh. No. Well, I'm in Colorado. The Wi-Fi spreads west. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We go to this next fight. Jenna, it is a middleweight bout between who? Yazong yeah. and... Mm-hmm. Andre 3000, Petrosky, go. <laughs> I'm going to go with Andre 3000 just because I did uh, uh, one of my friends that I know is, I think, his coach. So I watched him on the, he's, he was just on the Ultimate Fighter, right? On Tough. Mm-hmm. Seems like a pretty tough guy. Okay. I don't know. Pun. Again, Kevin. got a good beard. So, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, what do you have for us on that one? While Yao Zong was an amazing name, I went to Jenna's page here on bjj heroes to find out what her game strength was so i could like try and counter it with a joke and it says well-rounded so that's super frustrating (laughs) so i'm just going to agree with them (laughs) and agree with her on this pick okay (laughs) i do have to say and the gentleman who runs that one is i believe andre as well yeah and uh andre has to put in a lot of entries on that page but it does kind of sound like when he was forced to pick something for Jenna, he's like, I, fuck, I don't know, like a lot of stuff. Well, can I tell yeah. you what got me gripped in the writing? You know, mm. There's a paragraph in here. Jenna dwelled with the prospect of following a path in mixed martial arts earlier Ooh. in her Ooh. combat sports career, going on to train Thai boxing, judo, as well as wrestling before she placed all her focus towards jujitsu. So, it's an amazing use of dwelled. Sorry, that's just uh, let's get back to the game. Yeah, Andre's he's legit. Yeah, it does sound difficult to write a book. Well, he wasn't very helpful book. here. Well rounded, yeah. damn it! <laughs> if you've been like weak on the heel hooks or something, but no, <laughs> I can do it all. <laughs> uh, I just know that if I ever get a BJJ Heroes page, it would just say decent mouthy. Oh, Mouthy. yeah. <laughs> Mouthy is also acceptable, honestly, because <laughs> I really do talk trash and pass guard. So, yes. Just good at means, bad at. <laughs> <laughs> if I make a show that would that make says him that, cry, please know <laughs> that you get no money from it and that I will 100% wear it on the show. I'll come uh, for you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, you're coming next on this one. This is Albert Durev versus. Roman Kipilov. Yeah. This is a battle of people that are the same flag that I mm. think is either Russia or Poland. You, know, yep. you can never know. But, but one of them's in black and white. Mm-mm. That means he's a stone cold murderer. I'm going yeah. with Durave. <laughs> okay. I was going to pick him too, but now I feel like I need to just change There's it. There's 15 fights. We're going to have to overlap flag? on some of these. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go with Albert. Oh, so you're going to oh, stick with Albert on this one. Yeah. Oh, that makes I him sound like way him. more like a killer. Albert? Mm. Yeah. Big Al. Yeah. 
So Jenna, are you starting to second guess yourself here? Is this what's happening? Because Kevin made a pick and then you were like, oh, I'm going to go this way because fuck you, Kevin. Oh, wait, now that I think about it. I just couldn't think of a good reason to go for the other guy. He just understood. His name is Roman and I like that name, but. Well, I hope he's not listening to this because we were not very kind. (laughs) If any of the people ever listen to this and Jenna, again, we previewed this with other like fighters as well who are in the UFC as well. Uh-huh. And we've had to tell them, yes, we do this game even when you're on a pay-per-view. <laughs> All of them give the very cursory, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, of course. But then some of them have asked. As long as you pick me is the following caveat they though. always say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go, ah, uh, yeah, um... when I was sure you were going to win on the ones you won, I picked that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Constantly. you just can't get your feelings hurt. Nobody's going to be nice to you all the time. It's true. Jenna, you say things that are just perfectly stated, and I need <laughs> you now to tell me, who's going to win this light heavyweight bout between Michael Okizik versus Shamil Shamazel Gamazov? Ooh. I feel like Shamil... You know, he looks like a, like, very, um, I don't know, caveman-esque. Noted. Yeah. Kevin, what do you have for us on this one? A little thing called the murder tattoo algorithm, Uh Raph. That's Mm -hmm. what I got. Yeah. I'm going to another flag I don't wildly recognize. Oleksijuk! You'd think we'd get better at this. 87 years into this podcast. (laughs) Poland! Oh, yeah. He's going to be... Poland? Yeah, he's going to be buzzing on vodka and ready to fight. And the Russians not? (laughs) Well, fair. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to point this out. Most of these names would be strong passwords. Oh, yeah. This one would pass. (laughs) If you put just Oleg Zizek in his record, they'd be like, this is amazing. Uh, Kevin, you're about to go first, and it's a heavyweight bout. Alexander Volkov versus Marcin Tybura. Well, I want to take just 30 seconds, if I can, to celebrate their bodies, Raph. And I, okay. I want to pick up where Paulo Costa left off. You got to celebrate your local bakers, your local taco trucks. Some of the liquor stores around here have a nice taco truck on Friday nights. It's amazing. So cheers to these guys. Being at their heavyweight, proud and loud. Showing it for the world to see. Volkov. Thank you. I do worry they might execute the loser of this fight in whatever home country they return (laughs) to. (laughs) Jenna, what do you have for us? I'm going to go with Marcin. I think, you know, Poland's got this one. He's a little fatter, too, so I kind of like that. Amen. Okay, fair. You <laughs> preach it. <laughs> the quickest way to endear yourself to people on this show. So well done on this one. Um, I should point this out to you. I had originally, normally I put the co-main event somewhere in the middle. The co-main event has gotten so bogged down on this one just because I kept rearranging to be like, nobody knows who most of these fighters are. This one's a hard one to, to slot for the programming. So little little inside baseball for you kids. Featherweight bout. Jenna, you're going first between Ricardo Ramos and Zubir Turkov. 
Go. Ramos. Ramos, okay. Is it just because it's an easier name to say? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that way you're never on tape, on recording, saying someone's <laughs> name like I am. Okay, Kevin, yeah. what do you got? I'm thinking more and more these fights should have just been Russia versus everybody else. I know. Right? Turkogov. That guy looks like he's got a few bodies. You know? I do love the fact that Hug is in his name. So. <laughs> Hug him. <laughs> looks a little. He looks. I mean, I love this picture. I'm all in. But that we've been talking about this for a while. There's a lot of, a lot of Russian fighters on this. There are. All right, here is the co-main event. For this one, I'll put on 20 seconds. Normally, it's 15, Jenna, so okay. normally we don't interrupt Should we be alarmed how many Russian fighters are appearing oh, in the MMA? No. You know what? That's a different podcast, probably. Y'all. It's also one that gets us murdered. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, good. Uh, this uh, co-main event, Kevin, you start us off on this one. It is between Peter Jan and Corey Sanhagen. You go. I always, Tiny Petra Jan is one of my favorites, and I've been going against him for several fights due to his physical size, and I'm starting to think that's not a winning strategy. So much like his stance, I'm going to switch it up and go with uh, Tiny Peter Jan. All right. Team Russia. All right. What do you got for us, Jenna? 20 seconds to you. I really like Jan for this fight. Uh, he like is just like a stone cold assassin. It's just you can't count him out. You know, always like a guy with little man syndrome. It's nice. It's funny because below it it says you can click for his full profile. That sounds. That should just be part of. It. <laughs> just want to make sure that Jenna. I'm on definitely that. getting killed by Petrion's people. Know. I deserve it. The things I've said. Just trying to type this that Jenna said that, not us. <laughs> so that when I write the write up a little bit later, be like, just remember, guys. You're going to put it on me? You're going to put like the, the meanest things I say out there? I, listen, no, you said them. Okay. I didn't. This is for if their people get in I contact. This is a safe space for that. Well, no, it's a safe space on the show. And then what happens after the show is really out of our hands. Well, um, I don't think he'll understand me. Does he speak English? So No. Or <laughs> if he does, it's enough to be like, she's cool. And then I think he'll be fine. Hopefully Sam um, Hagen doesn't either. Uh, Kevin, it's about this time that we normally explain to the guests that there is a wager. So do you mind letting Jenna know, because they're never financial wagers. We don't do that on the show. Uh, what kind of wagers have been made in the past with previous over-under guests? Oh, yeah. Normally oh. it is. Yeah, normally it's like a social media sort of challenge or a shirt challenge. I was going to say I've collected and distributed a few fun shirts in the process. Um, I believe there's a few bets that are still outstanding from some of our favorite MMA fighters. Include, well, we did get the one-minute endorsement video. Uh, Dan Martinez chugged the six Natty Ices because he made fun of me for drinking natural light on the air. That's the most Midwest thing I've heard. It was, it, <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was, he was like, why are you drinking natural life? He's like, because it's Sunday and the grass is green. I don't know. And it tastes delicious. Like, what do you need for me? So it's things like that, like uh, a technique demonstration dedicated to the verbal tap crowd for your loss, your favorite verbal tap demonstration. 
uh, is always up there as well. If you have a way that you like to elicit a verbal tap. Okay. So For me, Jenna, it's the neck crank. I have a neck crank. I like to do that. Usually gets a. Well, Kevin, don't lead the witness. No, don't lead the witness because we still need to keep people on the edge of their seats. So Jenna, without saying what it is, if you do have one in mind, do you have a bet in mind based off of those things? Mm, no, <laughs> I just okay. like okay. honestly kind of blanked out. <laughs> So here's the good news. She wasn't We've paying got... attention, which is a very Midwest thing to do. We'll just like a barbecue <laughs> concession challenge. You never know. We'll come up with something. You were talking for a long time. I was. <laughs> I really carried on. <laughs> Jenna has her own internal clock that she's doing and timing the amount of time that we're on and speaking. Uh, here's what I'm going to tell you. We have four more fights, so you do have some There's time. There's 27 more fights left. So. I, okay. God damn it. So, Kev. Yeah, I'm gonna ask actually Jenna to do this one. It's a welterweight bout between Elizu Zaleski dos Santos versus Benoit Saint Dennis. Go. I'm gonna go with dos Santos just because I'm gonna stick with my gut on a guy who doesn't have a picture. He's, mm-hmm. just, he's a nobody, so he's probably going to lose. <laughs> he's coming in strong. Look at this nobody walking in thinking he should fight. Ugh, get him out of here, this garbage. Uh, he, Kevin. he seems tough. <laughs> yeah, good save. That's really when he listens to this show, he's going to be like, guys, I've, I've been just murdered on this show. They just cut to the core of me. See, now he gets to prove himself to me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Name of the game. Kevin, 10. It's really difficult to go against anyone named Zaleski that makes you think of Zelensky, like the Tommy Boy movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be going with St. Dennis because it's a terrifying name from okay. Belgium. I'm in. Oh. All right. Kev, women's Make that Bulgaria. Now. I'm an asshole. <laughs> My oh, B country is confused. Bulgaria. Our fan base will not know where any of these places are unless I they live I thought Belgium was too. I was like, it wasn't Belgium. That sounds all like, where are the crepes? I was oh, you know what? I do Bulgaria. forget, though, Kevin. Yeah. We do have downloads that do happen. Are though. you kidding? He's Our international France. crowd. The guy, he's from France. As is my Saint wife, <laughs> which is why I will be going with St. Dennis. <laughs> I always look at, like, the random-ass places that we get, like, a, a good chunk of people that listen to our show and i go how right his nickname so, is okay. god of war yeah so, Ooh. yeah yeah well listen women's strawweight bout kevin you go first amanda rebus versus verna jan deroba go i believe it's jan deroba and that we have a, a small history where i've been just really betting rebus every time she fights and i'm going to continue it okay it's based off recency you got rebus mcintyre jenna (laughs) what do you got for us uh i have some things that i want to say but i'm going to hold back because i think it's too mean so i'm gonna go i want you to say the things that are mean no it's so bad i hate to talk about that but i think i'm gonna go i'm gonna go against Rob Schneider and go with Hebus. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You did that in the most subtle way possible. And I applaud you because 
there is a classless way to do it, and you found the subtle version. I as well oh laughed God. at the dig. I thought it was a, a great jab. Yeah, if we actually gave uh, episode names, uh, this would be the one that we'd say, I'm a classy woman, quotation mark. But only one of us is on this show, I will tell you that. All right, Walter, wait. Kev, you're going to listen to Jenna go first. It's... Lee Jingling versus Kazmat Chimev. Ten seconds, go, Jenna. Wait, oh, oh, Chimev, yeah, mm. for sure. Oh, Chimev, just no explanation, just murder death by him. Yeah, he's got a murder beard. Yes. Okay, Kev, <laughs> what do you got? Ten seconds. Yeah, this one's tough. I don't normally quote some of the rankings and I'm always surprised anyone from Sweden can be dangerous but sure enough <laughs> here we are he's minus 575 so yeah. if you think Jing Ling can win you should bet it but I'm not going to be Casmat <laughs> indeed okay <sighs> I've got 20 seconds for our final fight Ooh. And Kevin, you're going to lead us off between Jan Blackwitz versus Glover Tashira. Go. Yeah. Well, the first thing you have to do is go back to the last one, two, three, four, five or so fights where you're seeing Glover Tashira handle that biznass. The guy brings the force, the thunder. And we should respect him for it because we're about to watch him get the holy shit beat out of him on national television. I'm going with Blockowitz. Yeah, pulled a little rope-a-dope on my way to Team Jan. And it's not the boob job. I know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. It's something else. It's an office reference. No, no, thank you, Kevin. (laughs) Jenna, what do you have for us? I'm going to go with Jan the man on this one, too. I can't, I mean, Teixeira is, man, he, I I don't know how he, like, just keeps doing what he's doing, but, like, I just don't think he's going to be able to do it against Blockowitz. It is, it's not the U.S., so he gets to, (laughs) he can drink all of his stuff, like, whatever he needs to feel youthful, just saying. I mean, but they both can. <laughs> well, there's your problem. <laughs> Jan's like, yeah, I can inject my bull semen steroid shot right to the neck. Allegedly. And he's, he's less bodied, so I like that in a big guy. They need to not be too. Well, Jan, too... yeah, I mean. Yeah. The Adesanya stuff and the dominance. Good fight. I'm looking forward. To, I actually like these fights, though. So yeah. good little, yeah. good little call up. So before we get at 11 a.m. Yes, these will be great to roll out of bed, too. Uh, Kev, we can actually now go to our tiebreakers before we actually get to the bet. (sighs) So, Jenna, the way this works is pretty simple. In the event, somehow you guys manage to tie either there are less fights or you guys just happen to reach the same number. Our tiebreakers are. We pick one fight of the night and two performances of the night. They generally give those out. So I would defer to you to go first. If you would tell me what you think will the fight of the night will be. And then two individuals who would be given performance of the night bonuses. Okay, shoot. Fight of the night. I'm going to say. Man. 
I don't even know. Let's Do go you... with. Okay. I'm gonna go with Jan Sanhagen. Okay. Sanhagen, and then two performances of the night. I will say. Uh, the Chiamev <laughs> yeah. and Dan Hooker fight. Okay. Hooker will get a performance of the night is what you're saying on that one, right? Yeah. I like okay. the Chiamev one, especially if there was a murder of the night. Yeah. I don't think they'll do that one yet. I don't know. Maybe. Let's see. We'll see. Kevin, going... what do you got for us? Fight of the night, Makchev Hooker, because Hooker can take a punch. I'm going with performance of the night bonuses. One for Jan for making the trip. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, it's not Vegas. And then Volkov. Here's why I appreciate what both of you did on this one. I do feel they're going to try and throw money at Hooker if he has a halfway decent fight because he's been so game to not see his family. Like, yeah. I really do feel they're going to try and rally around him. And be like, you think yeah, his family him. actually sucks? And that's like, he's just like <laughs> using it for sympathy, but a hundred percent. This is like, hold on. This is like <laughs> oh, no. in 2003, right before they legalized gay marriage, where at least one of my very close friends who's gay was like, God, I hope they never legalize it. Like, I just don't even want to have to deal with it. <laughs> it's a little like that. He's like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to come see you, family, but, you know, the the I procedures the and the jobs, what can I do? <laughs> yep. Jenna's out here asking the real questions, people. Like, Jenna's <laughs> sitting there being like, well, okay, I know that's, like, adorable and sweet, but what if he didn't like his family? What if he's really just trying to get away? It seems, <sighs> it seems lo very logical. You know, Jenna, Please. listen. <laughs> You will be our lead detective if there's ever a true crime spinoff of this Ooh, show. Yeah. So <laughs> we will we will be coming to you for our talking heads. Uh, we don't know what expertise you would have about the murder, but I'm sure we can figure out and finagle something as we go. Now that we've had some time to think about the bet. Oh. Jenna? Did yeah. I think about the bet? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. We try to defer to the guest, but there Throw are me some ideas. <laughs> Kevin, do you have anything that you would like to pitch out? Yeah. And it's, I think it's already been settled quite easily. A small 30 second endorsement, you know, a little, Hey, just a shout out to verbal tap um, or vice versa. Shout out to, to not fighting endorsing either St. Louis <clears throat> or Kansas City barbecue. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Almost couldn't say St. Louis barbecue. It was like it rejected <laughs> in my throat. Wow. So, you know, <laughs> maybe we just keep it keep it social media challenge, do it. Sounds good. I can do that. I think it's pretty easy to. And here's the caveat though for your show. Our show they kind of know what the deal is, but okay. we can always clip it. Well, mm -hmm. eating, Your show eating is not fighting, Raph, to be fair. It is it is not just, fighting. On your show, though, you can't say you lost a bet. So just make sure it would have to be like the most random of like, oh, by the way, I would like to bring up Fair. Okay. Yes. I like the organicness. We have made that caveat before. Yep. If you wanted to make it seem um something that because like I I honestly like I don't have like a strong opinion about the barbecue thing. I like, you know, whatever, but you could make it more like if I, if I lose, then I would have to say like that St. Louis style pizza is trash. And that's something that would get at me. 
deal. Okay. Because it is. So. It is not. <laughs> you you in Detroit, just all known for your pizza styles all of a sudden. Look. I mean, I didn't even know that Little Caesars is Detroit style pizza until like maybe like this year. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> so, Jenna, if you thought that they weren't going to give you any kind of athletic clearance at home before, if you went on that rant, I'm pretty sure they will never clear you to fight in the state again. I know. Yeast so. belongs in crust and oh, our God. schools, and I won't <laughs> rest. So... Jenna, just to kind of fill you in on how this works, uh, we all normally go watch the fights and then we invite our guests to come back the next week to talk about the fights. Would okay. that be something you'd be interested to do? Uh, sure. Awesome. We'll book the times off air and do all that sort of stuff. But before we get you on out of here, we're all friends now. We all played a very tough game. So you and Kevin have returned back to being buddies. Of course, you'll compete as the picks are going on live at whatever got early hour. We're uh -huh. watching it on Saturday. But uh, you should tell the people where they can find you and support you and also listen to your podcast. Um, you can listen to our podcast, uh, Not Fighting, on basically anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Or you can watch us on YouTube. Um, our we are, I think our our YouTube channel is Bishop BJJ, but Not Fighting. And then or follow me on Instagram at Jenna Bishop BJJ. And then it's Jenna with one N. That's something that's a sticking point for me. People see it spelled out with one N, and then they still type it to me with two Ns. It's one N, people. That's it. I'm, <laughs> I'm very sorry, and I, I'm glad that <laughs> we got away from that dark spot of the end of the show where normally you don't think that we're going to leave the crowd with a... Uh, and I'd like to air some grievances about people who <laughs> use two Ns in Jenna. Um, now that I've said my piece... Thank you for having me. It has been fun being here. So, uh, Jenna, again, I was so glad that we were able to make this work. I always uh, feel a little bit of trepidation in terms of hitting up fighters right after they win. But the schedule worked out beautifully. And one thing that gave it away to me was I was like, oh, I already see her at home back. Yeah. Working on what appears to be a likelihood that you would be fighting again. So we're very yeah. proud of you. Thank you for representing jujitsu. And we always love you, and we look forward to seeing you back very soon. Thank you. That'll do it for us tonight at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...